0: So uh, sometime during this semester, I ask my students, why do people in your generation walk away from faith? I know that's a really depressing way with guests in the audience to talk at love at Christian's Chapel. But the reality is, half of you walk away. Welcome to chapel. And that's one of the things that we talk about and try to figure out, how can we make faith real in your life? And understand how authentic it is and how it can impact your life. Now, usually the first answer is this. Why do bad things happen to good people? It's the idea of suffering. That if God is so good, why do bad things happen to good people? How many of y'all have heard that statement or question? Go ahead, raise your hand. All right, how many of y'all have ever struggled with it? Let's have therapy. Yes. Epicurious. because I wanted to sound smart today. Epicurus, a philosopher from Greek. Someone that Paul would debate the ideas of Epicurus on the Temple Mount there in Athens. See if this sounds familiar. Here's what he said. Is God willing to prevent evil, but not able? Then he's not omnipotent. If he is able, but not willing, then he is malevolent. Is he both able and willing? Then whence cometh evil? Is he neither able nor willing? Then why call him God? I think a lot of us get to that point if you're not careful because we misread scripture in life. The fact of the matter is, is bad things happen to good and bad people. Jesus never hid the fact that there's suffering in the world. Actually, the last beatitude that you may not have learned in vacation Bible school is, blessed are those who are persecuted. Jesus, in his famous Sermon on the Mount, his closing illustration, the wise man built his house upon the what? And the foolish man built his house upon the what? And the rain came tumbling down on both houses. A storm hit both houses. But only one of them remained. There's this idea that God wants you to be happy. It's not in the Bible. God wants you to have joy. And God wants you to be holy. That's different. And if you try to think of God as a genie in a bottle. And if you pray just right and you, you live just right. Then all these great things are going to happen to you. That is not reality and it's a misuse of something you hear quite often is that i have plans to prosper you and all this stuff it's from deuteronomy and god does a lot of great things but it's a promise that is misused so often in our world today that we think if we have enough faith bad things aren't going to happen to us and that's not right and you're going to end up being discouraged here's what paul says in philippians 3 Rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You may know this, but what's so interesting about those words is he wrote them from a prison cell. And when you hear the words rejoice, you think of, of worship on a stage, but it's not that kind of rejoicing. The core word in there is chorus, which is grace, that there's a joy. And he's like, you can have a joy in the world. Even here I am in prison, but there's a joy in my life. What do you do? You give it to God, and then you have the ability to survive it. There's a peace that passes understanding. And once you understand that peace that passes understanding, and once it happens to your life, it authenticates a faith that maybe you've never had before. But you can only have that kind of peace when you're challenged. So, Allie, come on up. I have a volunteer. You're going to get a free T-shirt out of this awesome. Give Allie a hand. Yeah. So the t-shirt is going to be your blindfold. Isn't this a great t-shirt? Look at that. I know. It's cool. It's a special edition. Okay, here we go. You ready? Yeah. Are we friends still? Yes. Good. All right. You ever done a faith drop? Yeah. Okay. Good. (laughs) Come on over here. I want you to stand on this chair. Big stand. All right. Right there. Feet together. All I want you to do here, just a moment. You've done this. I'm right here. I'm going to ask you to fall back. Fair enough? Are you ready? Fall back. All right. Stay right there. Was that difficult? No. No. Why? She trusts me. It's, it's beautiful you trust me yeah. did, you, did you know I was here yes. did, you, did you feel my presence yes. alright put your arms out now here's what I want you to do in just a moment in just a moment I'm going to ask you to fall back again can you hear me Allie <laughs> Allie Have I not provided for Allie? All right, Allie. I'm gonna count to three, and you're just gonna fall back. One. Are you ready? Yeah. Two. Are you ready? Three. Uh All right. That was your dad. Did you smell him? You didn't <laughs> did all the <laughs> Thanks, Josh. All right. I thought she fell back because he smells so nice. Um, first time, no problem. What was the problem with the second time? You were all the way over there. Real loud into the microphone. You were all the way over there. <laughs> Thank you. I, you don't have to do that. They'll pick you up. So this was more difficult. Why did you fall back so quick? The first time? No, second time. But but you still fell back. Yeah, because I knew someone, you're not going to let me fall. Oh, thank (laughs) you. That's right. I'd be in so much trouble with your grandmother. All right, there we go. Give her a hand. Anybody can follow Jesus when things are going well. I I don't know how to tell you that any different. Sometimes as adults we've let you down because we haven't let you fail. We haven't let you become uncomfortable, and when something uncomfortable happens, we rush you into something so you kind of forget about the pain. It's called loss and replacement, and it's not the best thing for you. So when you feel like something's gone wrong, you're like, God's left me. But when you just have, and and it's great to feel so close, and here you are and you're falling back, anybody can do that. When you're surrounded with people who believe like you do and you're surrounded with individuals that do what you do, it is easy. But if we are to take the life of Jesus seriously, we're going to be in places where we're going to be light in a dark world. We're going to be in uncomfortable places. And in those moments, just trust me, we feel like God is way over there, don't we? We, we feel like, God's telling me to fall. God's telling me to to trust him. But he's over there. And he doesn't understand my sickness. He doesn't understand my family. He doesn't understand my job. He doesn't understand my lack of a job. He doesn't understand my my dating life because I just want one. Whatever the problem is. He could feel so far away. But I hope you heard what Allie said. Allie said, I know you wouldn't let me fall. I've known Allie because I was her mom and dad's youth minister. I've known Allie her whole life. And it's not just that her family would say, did you really let my daughter fall? But she knows that I would have provided something for her regardless. Isn't that where we want to be with God? Because sooner or later you will be. Fired with life. You will be refined by that fire. Something bad is going to happen. Please understand. It doesn't mean God has gone anywhere. It means we're human and this is what the world's about. But God is very, very close. We have to learn. Hear this. We have to do hard better. We have to do hard better. We have to learn that when something bad happens... It's not the end of the world, but it's an opportunity for growth. Romans said, Paul says in Romans that when we go through trial, it actually is an opportunity to build perseverance and character. You don't want a life that's easy because you won't understand how to handle hard. Does everybody understand that? So I love it, Christian, if you're our guest. We love that you're here, and we're not a perfect place, but we're going to help you handle hard better, whether it's in the classroom, whether it's some problem you have in life. We're going to learn how to handle hard better because that's reality. And we believe that handling hard better is found in Jesus Christ. So here's how Paul ends that. See if this sounds familiar. Paul said, okay, I know what it's like to be in need. I know what it's like to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. And Paul went through a lot. He was killed and brought back to life one time. That was a fun story. Whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, here's what he says. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That doesn't mean you get the, get the grade you want. It doesn't mean you're going to get the bride or groom you want. It doesn't mean you're going to get the job you want. It means that you have a gift of survival in the midst of all of the struggle And your faith will become more to you when you go through that refining moment. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You're dismissed.